Okay, so before we get into anything at all, there's a lot of explaining to do. There's a lot that um, we... Go ahead. As you can see, we finally set up our microphone situation. We look like, well, we look like professionals. We do, we're not. We're not. And we're gonna get into it. <laughs> um, so we recorded an episode probably three weeks ago, and I went to upload it onto my husband's computer which I've been uh, editing on. And usually I can get away with just deleting all of the stuff from the last video I edited, and then it'll upload it on there. And this is one of the shortest... That was cool. (laughs) This is one of our shortest podcasts, and it took up all the space on his computer. So much to the point where I couldn't even... Like edited it all, or put it even put it into iMovie for that matter, and so I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Enter mental breakdown number one. Yes, I, so I was like, I have to get a computer. Um, it's an expensive investment, but I got one. It, moral of the story is, I got a computer. This is it. It's nice. It has a lot of space. I'll be able to use it for school and the podcast. I'll find a dandy. Except less than twenty four hours into me getting this laptop 12 hours it shit the bed Mm -hmm. i opened it up and half the screen was black yeah i get a text from bridget and she was like can i call you i'm having a mental breakdown i was like let's go let me (laughs) yeah she called me she's like are you okay and i was like no i'm not like it was so bad i i started laughing and it turned into just a a cry um thank god (laughs) sorry you can hear that so well burps in hd So the even funnier part about it is, is when I went to the Apple store on Sunday, I was like, I used a student discount. I traded in. So I was getting like, it wasn't as expensive as it could have been. And with my student, like the student discount I was using, um, I'm going to move this to the middle. Also, you can hear your children wailing in the background. <sighs> I'm sorry. They're, they're just excited. Our dogs like to scream into each other's mouths. They do. It's very weird. Um, but. With my student discount, I would receive a discount on Apple Care only if I got it that day. Like, I could get it, like, I could buy it later. I just wouldn't get the student discount with it. And so, at first I was like, oh, no, I'll just buy it later. And then I specifically asked, only asked. Hang on, hang on. That was good. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> just got to test out the mic. Did you hear it? Oh, <laughs> She's loud. Yeah, Yay. it sounds better when you're up close, though. Yes, hello. Oh, oh you sound oh, like a, a hotline worker. Welcome to uh, Late at Night with Sarah. Press two <laughs> for special services. You forgot to file your paperwork. <laughs> um, I can hear myself sniffle and I hate I it. I could hear myself. You can hear yourself like swallowing. Did you hear it? I heard it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> um, anyways, Sorry. I specifically only asked. I was like, so how much would it be to, I don't know, to get the screen replaced? I can hear myself breathe and it's stressing me out. You okay? No, I can hear myself breathe. You can always hear yourself breathe. No. Just take one off. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go back to what you're talking about. Um, so I specifically only asked the guy, I was like, just, I don't know for funsies how much would it be to get a screen replaced 
without Apple Care, and he was like seven hundred dollars. And with Apple Care, it's a ninety nine dollar deductible. For some reason, I asked that question. I think I set myself up for failure. Um, but I got Apple Care, so I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Um, and he said that it was going to take six days of repair, but I actually got it back in like four. Yeah. But in between all of this, I was like, when it, before I bought this computer, I was like, I can do it on my iPad. So I kept buying all of this fucking shit to try and like mental connect. breakdown number two. Yes, to try and connect this phantom box thing for the microphones into my iPad, and I finally got the equipment right. I after ordering like four different like. Mm. Four yeah, different, they sound better on here. I know. I might not <laughs> cut them out anymore. Mm-hmm. After ordering like four or five different little connector things, I finally got the one for my iPad that also connected to the motherfucking phantom box. Motherfucking. And then my iPad was like, sorry, I'm too old and you can't update me anymore. So that was me. Brenton Mental Breakdown number three. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which I will point out, Bridget has had 74 breakdowns with this whole thing, but she is carrying the technical team (laughs) because I just showed up. I show up and drink beer and talk. That's it. So Bridget's carrying the whole technical thing, and I'm like, I'll buy a microphone. <laughs> there you go. Well, I like, I don't know. It's a lot of fun for, like, I learn pretty easily. Um, I don't know. It's just, I, I like learning this stuff, so that wasn't the part that was, like, stressful for me. It was that I just, one, don't have the money, and two, didn't have the current equipment for any of it. Thank God Sarah had a camera, because we would still be recording this on an iPhone. That's the only reason I got invited. Was be- <laughs> no, it's not, because our first episode, which you may never see, is recorded on my iPhone, and it looks like it was filmed on a french fry. There's also a lot of cat buttholes in it, which was oh, done on purpose. And it was filmed on the floor. Like, we've come a long way. Yeah. In, what, two months we've been doing this? Yeah, we're growing. But it's still, we don't have it figured out. No. It's and by fun, we, though. I mean Bridget. I just, again, <laughs> show up and I'm like, I have some money. <laughs> Yesterday I had $4 in my bank account. So we're doing better today because we got paid. <laughs> we did get paid all week. She's like, I have $9. Mm-hmm. And then the next day she's like, I have four. Where did it go? <laughs> I don't. The dollar store. I did get she snacks at the dollar ape store. She shit dollar generally went ape shit. Like, I was hungry. That's you never shop hungry. That's always the problem. And I was also in an alternate reality in that Dollar General. They didn't take anything off the stocking cart thing. There was one light that worked, and nothing has ever been cleaned there. And then the over the head, like the oh, what is it called? Overhead speaker. Yeah. They were like, there is police recording at all times. If you feel the need, you need to report it. Report to the front of the store. And I was like, are we getting robbed? Like, Can I was like, imagine how many times they've been like either robbed or stuff has been stolen for them to be like, we have yeah. a light recording right to the police station. Because it's not in a great area. Like, I remember the gym, our gym is right next to it. And I asked the woman, I was like, hey, is this a safe area? And she's like, oh, we've never had any problems. The week after I signed my membership, <laughs> There is a man with a machete. Just loose in the parking lot. Loose in the freaking downtown streets. And they told us, first of all, it was leg day. So if anybody tried to murder me, they have full advantage because I am not running. <laughs> you and, are going to catch me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fall on the ground and just say, take me. But she was like, man, someone asked me last week if this is a safe area. And now there's a guy with a machete on a bus running the streets. She's like, I don't just, someone asked me. And I was like. That was me. She's like, I am so sorry. I was like, no, it happened because I asked. That's my fault. Yeah. But um, anyways, yeah, that's been why we haven't had anything out. And it's been really frustrating. And I've been 
so irritated with this whole situation. But good news is, for one, we have microphones. I can yes. hear you. Your computer is right there. And <laughs> next we have, oh, we have next week. Well, we're, anyway, I won't get into it. But we're off next weekend, so we can yeah. actually probably film ahead of time. And my mom's friend is coming <laughs> over Sunday to help us with some technical stuff. He's an IT man. He, if you watch Friends and Chandler Bing, they don't know what his job is, that's him. So he's going to come and set up and do some things and hopefully get this camera thing situated because we have to record 10 minutes at a time and just, anyway, we're just a mess that wanted to talk we're, about weird shit. We're faking it till we make it, for mm-hmm. sure. That's how oh. we made it in ER. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Something very exciting, though. I was like... We were listening. We went to the mountains the other day to look at the leaves. Hang on. That was good. It was amazing, by the way. Oh, we got... Take a day off. Go to the mountains. Yeah. Like, if you live near the mountains, or if you have to take a five-hour drive. It was so good. Like, we had no worries while we were up there. We got high off mountain air. We kept sticking our head out the windows just going... Yeah. (sighs) And, like, the first... We went to a little overlook. We went on, like, one small little hike. But the first overlook we hit... Because I was stressed out about, I don't know, existing. <laughs> and the first overlook we hit, you could see all the leaves, and it's just crisp mountain air, and it was chilly. And I was like, Bridget, I don't even care right now. Like, it is so amazing right here. I have no stresses. To put a cap on the story, um, everything's fine. We're going to record again. Went to the mountains. It was great. Don't know why I was saying we went to the mountains. I was going to talk about something. Well, not that it seemed to... We went to the mountains, had a great time, take a day off. We both needed it. I was supposed to go to work that day, and I was like, I'm not going to do it. I don't remember what I was going to say. That's going to bother me. You'll probably think of it in an hour. Probably. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Here we go. Oh, I remember. There we go. <laughs> there it, ow. On our way back, we were listening to Wine and Crime, and I was like, man, just, just be- trying to figure out between the two of us who can sit in the same room and record audio has been so stressful. Mm-hmm. They live in three different states. I'm pretty sure they live in three different At states. At one point, one of them is out of the country. And they record amazing audio, um, amazing content. And I'm like, And How? video, too. And, yeah, just in general, they're, they have their shit figured out. They probably would say they don't, but they do. <laughs> Um, They've also been doing it in a while, they but they did start from this bare nitty gritty, but now it's their full-time job and it's freaking amazing. Uh, that's our goal. They are our inspiration. That's who got me started in this mess. Yeah. So I DM'd them. I was like, I want to know what their audio situation mm-hmm. is. So Sarah was like, you should DM them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, they're not going to answer. <laughs> they answer. <laughs> While I was at work yesterday, I texted Sarah. We're in the same building. I'm like wine and crime dm me back <laughs> um, literally they just dm me back like all of their audio and camera information and then i sent like a cute i didn't tell you this i sent them like a cute little dm about how like they inspired us to start a podcast oh and God. like do what we want and they liked the message that is so sweet i know and like i don't know if they have like an assistant that does it or some someone care. is taking the time they yeah seventy thousand followers on instagram Someone is taking the time to respond to people. Which like, is amazing. Like me, who's just like, I'm starting a podcast. They're like, oh, sure, you're starting a podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> have fun. Have at it. Um, but they responded. I just thought that was really cool. If you haven't listened to Wine and Crime. Do it. Do it. I That's know, how me and Bridget first bonded. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, we used to, not the hospital we work at now, but the hospital before. A different ER. We That's where we met. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that like we're married. We <laughs> met at the beach. It was a really cute meet cute. I was covered in blood and tears. It's fine. I loved Telling it. Telling me to leave now. Yeah. Um, she was like, 
uh, before we, our schedules got changed, she was like, do you listen to podcasts? I was like, yeah, I listen, I like to listen to like true crime and murder. She's like, you need to listen to wine and crime. She told me for months I needed to listen to wine and crime. Not my girls. I didn't. And then one day I was like, I mean, I guess I'll listen to it. And I like scrolled down to their first episode, fell in love with them within 30 seconds. Their first episode is gnarly. It is. They're funny. They Mm -hmm. just have amazing content. It, they change it up all the time. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's like true crime, but it's not always murder. Like they do like Christmas crimes. Bank robberies. Oh, Christmas crimes is a good one. They do necrophilia crimes. Um, it's (laughs) just a little tidbit into it. It was good. But our aspiration is to be like them one day or even a sliver of what they do. Just a fraction of it. I'll take it. Yeah. I just, and it's not even like I want to have as many followers as they have. I just want to like have some sort of like audience to share my interests. What a nice foundation. Yeah. So anyways, listen to Wine and Crime. They're amazing. 10 out of 10. Hey, breathing into the microphone. Yeah. I keep sniffing. I'm like, (laughs) sounds like I'm snorting coke off this thing. Oh, I'm sorry. That was loud. That was a little loud. This is weird to have one ear off. Yeah, it's worse. Like it. Oh, well. Mm, no, I don't like it. I don't like it either because no. one side of my ear is like real high def and the other yeah. one is not. No. <laughs> so given everything we've gone through, we've had quite a revelation. We decided that in our original um little da vinci code over there we wrote down like 45 ideas she Uh, had one subject spiral notebook she had a brain explosion the other day while we were watching mrs doubtfire she's just robin williams spoke to me she's just sitting in the chair she's got the da vinci code in her lap and every minute she's going ah and like saying a new idea and writing it down like she filled a whole page she came up with like 20 just sitting there Mm -hmm. so i was like sarah when are we gonna get to these like ideas that you know we came up with because we were just doing haunted locations and murder murder stories which is fine but i was like why don't we just pick one of these each every week and check them off so our podcast isn't just the same thing every week spice it up spice it up so that's what we're doing and there's like 45 podcasts worth of information or like ideas in there so today starts something new Hello. <laughs> this is wine and Grenadine. <laughs> I wish. Oh, we haven't introduced ourselves or what the hell this is. Oh my God. I am. So I am Bridget. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And this is Supernatural. With the unnatural. Hello. Hello. I'm going to turn my little thing down here for a second. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Everything's I know. <laughs> Predators here. <laughs> The cat to <laughs> um, so today, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Legged. I forgot what you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about a good swan. A good, yeah. a good, good swan. swan. Uh, oh, John got to the good question. Okay, so today, instead of haunted locations, starting something new, boop, boop. I'm talking about reincarnation. I'm so excited. Before you start. There is a show on one of these 8,000 streaming things called The Ghost Inside My Child. I think it's on A&E because I looked it up yesterday. I don't know what that is, but yes. <laughs> anyway, Someone will. The TV show called The Ghost Inside My Child. There's like two seasons. So good. Go it's like watch mine. it. It's it's really, it's a show about these children who know way too much about a life they never lived and they have supportive parents mm-hmm. and they are like, let's look into this. Like some kid knew the Titanic up and down mapped the it layout out, of it. Yeah. Like, and he's five. So he doesn't have an attention span long enough to watch the Titanic movie or the 
he equipment didn't have the resources. To, yeah, to even look up stuff about the Titanic. So stuff like that. Yes. I, good show. She binge watched it one I day. did. It's a good rainy day show because then you're just like, whoa. Whoa. So I'm excited about this. So I'm t- oh. Ooh, that was cute. Did you hear that? It was a bubble in my throat. This <laughs> is awful. Gonna, these are going to catch everything. <laughs> I'm going to. It's catching my out of breathness. We went to the gym, so. Oh, my God. My body hurts. All right. All right. Reincarnation. Ooh. Also known as rebirth or transmigration is the philosophical or religious concept that the non-physical essence of a living being begins a new life in a different physical form or body after biological death. Yes. You just look so professional right now. And I feel like I'm on the set of a real podcast and I'm, I'm going to cry. I don't have to hold it anymore. I'm not like leaning over. I'm not just like, this. I'm so comfortable. I'm high five, man. I'm proud of us. We need to take a picture of this when we're done. We will. We're documenting our whole thing. We're going to have a Patreon one day. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So resurrection is a similar process. I, I just feel like my S's are so sharp. Is a similar process. Uh, hypothesized by some religions in which a soul comes back to life in the same body and most beliefs involving reincarnation the soul is seen as immortal and the only thing that becomes perishable is the body so basically when you die the only thing that really dies is your body because i thought i said you came back in the same body Mm-mm. uh back to <laughs> hang on she's got one good eye give me me a second uh in which a soul comes back to life in oh in the same body yeah Uh, okay in most beliefs involving reincarnation the soul is seen as immortal so it's saying Uh, okay so it's both yeah got it um i don't know how you come back if i come back in the same body i'm jumping off a cliff i would like a refund (laughs) stat put that thing back where it came from or Or so so help help me me. (laughs) um Anyways, upon death, the soul becomes transmigrated into a new infant or animal to live again. The term transmigration means passing of soul from one body to another after death. Reincarnation or panarginum. You know it. (laughs) You got it. You've heard of it. Stop it. (laughs) You're so Um, smart. Is a central tenet of the Indian religious uh, Indian religion. So this is what I was telling you earlier. I almost we were taking a break earlier, and I was like, "Do you want to know something really cool about no. reincarnation?" She's like, "Shut up, just tell me later." Yeah, I want to have a live uh, reaction. Yeah. So basically, the entire idea of reincarnation came from Indian religions. It's believed differently in all other religions, but I did not know that Indian as in India or Indian as in Native Americans, like Indian as in like Hinduism. So yeah, see, I I mean, I'm not shocked by that, but that's awesome. But like, I was always believed that someone one day was just like reincarnation's real. (laughs) Hello. Have you read the pamphlet? I'll give you one. (laughs) I'm actually a caveman. (laughs) Uh, What is this building? (laughs) Uh, so um, Indian religions, mainly Buddhism, most Hinduism, Sorry. What are you laughing at? Did you say that word right? Yeah. Oh, is it Buddhism? (laughs) 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 You said it so straight. Buddhism. I was like, no. (laughs) That was like Zotsman earlier. She looked up the board. No. (laughs) No. We had this. We had one congestive heart failure cat come in. Unfortunately, very critical. Like it was gonna die. I'm not laughing about that. We're not laughing at that. 
And then sometimes the system glitches and it'll check in a random patient right under it with the same problem. So we look back up and it's another cat checked in with congestive heart failure. At the same time. And the doctor goes, there's another congestive heart failure cat here? One of the technicians, Osman, our bestie, had her back to the board. She'd turn around and she goes, no, no. it's not. I was like, well, you're awfully confident. Did you sense it? <laughs> Turns out it was another congestive heart failure cat. We ran out of oxygen cages. It's good. It's good. Six, four seconds left. Mm-hmm. Six, four seconds left. Yep. yep. <laughs> Bootyism. <laughs> You're leaving that in there. Yeah, I am. Okay, great. Bootyism, son. <laughs> I need to... Okay, you maybe. are so straight-laced. Bootyism. <laughs> Most Hinduism. Um, okay. Jainism and Sikhism. Uh, and some varieties of paganism. Also, we're not making fun of Buddhism. No, I just, just said just it illiterate. I'm just okay. an idiot. Yeah. Just <laughs> can't read. Some Bootyism. <laughs> You got that nice booty as a girl. <laughs> Can I study that Buddhism? I'm a literate Buddhism. I want to subscribe to the religion of Buddhism. Next pickup line at the club. Go. In <laughs> um, some varieties of paganism. Uh, while there are many groups who do not believe in reincarnation. I got a hair in my shirt. Because Lord Janice. Oh, no. That's why it takes a sip. You just, well, I just flashed. <laughs> you just flashed the I damn forget head. it's just me and not just me and you in here that watch. <laughs> you just You're going to have to censor that. That was embarrassing. Um, I have a All right, today. can I finish? I, I don't get fucking to... know. I've been talking for 20 minutes about nothing. While there are many groups who do not believe in reincarnation, instead believing in the afterlife. In various forms, it occurs as an esoteric belief in many streams of Judaism. Is it Judaism? <laughs> Judaism is correct. Are you sure? I don't know how you spell it. I think it's Judaism. How's it spelled? J U D A I S M. I think it's Judaism. Judaism. What's well, Judaism? Fuck. I don't know. We're going to ask Siri in a minute. I'm not cultured. <laughs> Welcome to America. I'm not trying to offend anybody, by the way. I just want to talk about reincarnation. <laughs> um, and- we are sorry. In some beliefs of the indigenous peoples of Americas and some indigenous Australians um, through most believe in in the afterlife or spirit world, a belief in rebirth slash metaphysicosis was held by Greek historical figures such as Pythagoras, Socrates, (laughs) Socrates, (laughs) and I love Socrates. Socrates. He, he had it right. He had, you know, what Socrates had something figured out. <laughs> he was a real philosophical man. <laughs> I don't know why we thought we could do this. I love saying Socrates is Socrates. Like Socrates is Socrates. It's because it was in Dumb and Dumber, wasn't it? I don't fucking know. Oh, no. Bill and Ted take on the world or some dumb shit like that. Who's Bill? It's an old movie. All right. Um... So Socrates and Plato, as well as in various modern religions, although the majority of denominations within Christianity and Islam do not believe that individuals reincarnate, particular groups within these religions do refer to believe in reincarnation. These groups include mainstream historical and contemporary followers of Cathars, Alawites, and Druze. Uh, the historical relations between these sections and the beliefs about reincarnation that were characterized as Neapolitanism, Orphism, Hermeticism, 
Mansionism. <laughs> what is orphism? <laughs> Do we look it up while you continue? Sure. How do you spell? And um, like O R P H I S M, orphism. O R P. In recent decades, many Europeans and North Americans have developed an interest in reincarnation. In many contemporary works, mention it. Orphism is a Greek religion offering purification of the soul that from innate evil and release from the cycle of reincarnation. Oh, so basically if you don't want your soul to come back to life, just You have to make it an orphan? That doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. I don't think it has to do with the word, like orphan, or what that means. I think it's just saying you don't want to come back to It's a Greek word is why it doesn't make sense. Go ahead. Okay, so that... (laughs) That is a tidbit about reincarnation. Welcome to our history class. Yes. So now I am going to go over some stories of people who believe they are reincarnated, and I do believe them. What's Socrates got to say about? <laughs> Socrates, tell me, brother. Am I a reincarnated soul? My new soul or an old soul? <clears throat> I knew it. Story number one. <gasps> I wasn't yawning. Um, a four-year-old recalled the life as a Hollywood agent. In 2009, at the age of four, Ryan Haymans began waking up, clutching his chest, and screaming about how his heart exploded in Hollywood. Oh. His mother, Cindy, uh. became intrigued. <laughs> when Ryan... Re- <coughs> Ooh. I choked. When Ryan revealed more details from a former life, he insisted once... <laughs> He, he insisted he once lived in a house in Hollywood on a street with the name Rock in it. I wouldn't lean on that. Yeah, it's gonna see break. That. Yep. All right. I'm um, just going to sit still. <laughs> yeah, there's an idea. <laughs> there's an idea. He insisted he once lived in a house in Hollywood on a street with the name Rock in it where he had three sons and a friend named Senator Fives. One day, Sydney was going through a book. Featuring photos from old Hollywood, Ryan peeked over her shoulder and excitedly identified one of the men as George and another as himself. Cindy contacted a psychiatrist from UVA Medical Center. As you do. Yep. Natural next step. Who conducts research in reincarnation. The psychiatrist verified. The psychiatrist (laughs) studied reincarnation. Love it. The psychiatrist verified the man in the photo was a film star named George Raft and the other man was Martin Martin. It was Martin. Martin's good. He has a new last name. Yeah. No, it's Martin Martin. His last Stop. name's... I thought you just couldn't read it. His first name's Martin, <laughs> M-A-R-T-I-N, and his last name is Martin, M-A-R-T-Y-N. Oh, you know what's a good first name? Martin. Mm, Martin Martin. Jesus Christ. Um, who died in 1964. Upon okay. contacting Martin's daughter, she confirmed Martin was a Hollywood agent, lived on North Roxbury Drive, had what? three sons, and once met with a New York senator... Uh, Irving Fives. What? Yep. How did see? How does a kid know that? They don't. They don't. They don't know they that. They fucking don't. After meeting with Martin's daughter, Ryan lost interest in his Hollywood memories. He was standoffish at the meeting and told his mother afterwards his daughter's energy had changed. The psychiatrist's explanation: Upon seeing people from their past life have moved on, reincarnated children gain closure and forget their former existence. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. A five. Uh, a sh- okay. Anyways, that was story number one. <laughs> but that's like the show I told you about. They will go find people they know or they'll go visit like a memorial site and they'll find closure there. And it's really amazing. That is amazing. Then you don't feel like you're living two lives or you're mm-hmm. crazy. Um, okay, next one. 
And number two. A Chicago fire victim was reincarnated as a five-year-old boy. At first, Erica Ruleman laughed off her five-year-old son, Luke's, odd tendencies to call toys and objects Pam. She was also unconcerned by his comments about having once been a girl. Mm. He would say he had, a, he had black hair when he was a girl or that he wore the same earrings as his mom when he was a girl. Out of courtesy, Erica eventually asked Luke who Pam was. I was, he said. Well, it used to be, but I died and I went up to heaven. I saw God, and then eventually God pushed me back down, and when I woke up, I was a baby, and you named me Luke. Oh, my gosh. That's chilling. First of all, I'd been like, what's he look like? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been my first question. Who is this bitch? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, After pressing him for more details, Luke told his mother he lived in Chicago, took a train a lot, and then died in a fire. After mentioning his death, Luke made a hand motion indicating someone jumping out of a window. When Erica... (laughs) I typed punched. Okay. (laughs) But I meant to say pushed Uh. the information uh, into the search engine. She discovered a news story about a fire in the Paxton Hotel in Chicago in March of 1993. Nineteen people died in the fire at the building and a woman, Pam Robinson... Perished when she jumped out of a window. Oh, my gosh. Erica couldn't explain how Luke would have known about the fire in Chicago. He had never been to the city, and she never discussed it with him. While the haunting story of Pam Robinson could have been a coincidence, it was enough to make Erica believe. I just got so enthralled in that story because she was like a whole professional. But that... Because... It's a five-year-old, bro. He doesn't know Pam Robinson who jumped out of a burning building no i so wish i knew about my well now i kind of wish i knew about my past see life. that's why i want to do i think i'm a new soul because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> i'm lost <laughs> <laughs> can i get a repeat i don't know what happened i want a refund <laughs> all right new story why am i looking at the camera like it's recording me <laughs> i don't know um, two sisters killed in a car accident were reincarnated as twins. What? John and Florence Pollock were devastated when their daughters, Joanna and Jacqueline, died in a car accident oh on May... F- I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Mm. On May 5th, 1957, the following year, they were thrilled to hear they were expecting, and once again, Florence was carrying twins. Hmm. The twins, Gillian and Jennifer... Those, that's a cute little twin group <laughs> were born identical except for jennifer's birthmarks she had a birthmark on her waist similar to a birthmark jacqueline had nope and john and flor are in the birthmark on her forehead that resembled one of jacqueline's scars oh my god which is a whole thing where like if you mm-hmm. have a birthmark somewhere it's a scar that was on your body in your past See, life i don't have any birthmarks i'm new i have one on my stomach can we please talk to your aunt i would love to know i would love to know i'll set it up let's do it let's do it um john and florence moved away from their old home when their daughters were three months old john and florence told gillian and jennifer very little about their their late sisters but the girls seemed to share joanna and jacqueline's memories they would request old toys that had belonged to the deceased twins recognize landmarks when traveling to their parents former home and were inexplicably terrified of cars fair enough yeah upon seeing oncoming traffic they would shriek quote the car is coming to get us unquote oh my god luckily by the age of five these frightening memories mostly faded away the girls went on to live relatively normal adult lives however their story is still frequently cited as evidence of reincarnation that's just that's insane it is insane because also if you have a set of twins who tragically die in a car accident Mm -hmm. 
you don't tell your new set of twins. <laughs> that you're twin sisters. Yeah. You know, you would have had two older siblings with a die in a car wreck. Yeah. Let's go to the grocery store. You don't you, do that. That's not a conversation you want to bring up. No, because it's not something, for one, they need to hear. Yeah. And two, you're not going to tell them. I then, wouldn't. No, because then you're going to be scared of cars. At least until they're older, like adults. Right. I feel like I'm so hyper aware of my breathing. Yes, yeah, I am. Okay. You're having a fun time editing this. <laughs> Uh, Mahatma Gandhi investigated a girl's reincarnation claims Shanti Deva of Delhi, India, was born in 1926 and barely talked until she was four years old. Hmm. She then began insisting she lived with her husband and son in a town called Mathura, where she had died 10 days after giving birth. Eventually, a teacher in Divi school asked her former husband's name and she replied, Pandit Karanath Shabu. The teacher identified a man of this name in Marathu and wrote him a letter. What? Shabu confirmed his wife, Lagdi, died during childbirth nine years prior. When Shabu traveled to meet Shanti, uh, he introduced himself using his older brother's name. Shanti immediately caught the bluff and recognized Shabu as her husband. Oh. She recalled details of Lagdi's life, such as uh, Kedanarth's favorite food and how Lagdi bathed in a well in their courtyard. She also... Uh, chastised Shabu for remarrying as he had promised Lugdi oh. he would not. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, that's... You just got called out, sir. You got call, how old is she at this point? Four. She's four. And she's four. like, you're my husband and, and you've you already remarried. Can you imagine what a four-year-old F? coming at you? I would be like, okay. All right, this is weird nine now. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I was married when I said that. Also, yeah. we were the same age. <laughs> Um, Mahatma Gandhi eventually heard of her story. He met with Devi and set up a committee of 15 people to evaluate her claims. The committee surprisingly could not debunk the story. Oh my gosh. You know, it's crazy shit. Like I have a four year old nephew. He's not going to make this up. Like there's no way he can be like, like children have creative minds, but I think people like use that as an excuse a lot because like, I mean, I don't mean to be as morbid as this, but children will claim they've been sexually abused and people are like, oh, they're a kid. They're making it up. They're not. They're not. Believe your children. Mm-hmm. Like. Check your friends. Kids don't, they don't have enough like resources. Correct. To Like they just have their brain and what you've taught them. Mm-hmm. So for them to like make up stuff as wild as this, they can't. Like they can tell you what the Wiggles did or whatever kids watch <laughs> now. I don't know. Last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Not, so, oh, I would jump out of a burning building. I was building. married in my past life. Yeah, no, kids aren't going to do, there's just, this is why I binge watched this show, because I was like, it's not, is it real? Is it not real? And then six hours later, I was like, man, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. Um, okay, next story. <laughs> a grandfather was reincarnated as his own grandson. University of Virginia psychiatrist Jim Tucker, can you stop laughing? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Grandfather's reincarnated his own grandson. <laughs> University of Virginia psychiatrist Jim Tucker, who studies reincarnation professionally, met a boy uh, identified as Sam, who he believed to be the reincarnation of his own grandfather. Jeez. Until he was four years old, Sam had never seen a picture of his grandfather. After his grandmother's passing, his parents brought out an old photo album. Upon seeing his grandfather's car, he explained, That's my car. It would be easy to attribute this to an overactive imagination. This is what Sam's Baptist mother did at first, as her religion does not believe in reincarnation. Correct. However, she became a believer 
After she asked Sam if he remembered anything else from his past life, he said his sister had been turned into a fish by bad men. Sam's mother was astonished. His grandfather's sister had been murdered and her body was dumped in a river. Due to the frightening nature of the story, Sam's parents never told him about the, his great aunt's murder. Oh my gosh. If my child... Like, he literally didn't know. No. He didn't know. And the way he explained it, too, is such a child way to yeah, do it. It's literally... That's, like, completely proving the fact that he doesn't have enough resources to understand that she was murdered. Like, he was like, oh, she got turned into a fish? Nope. Nope, she's She dead. swam with the fishes. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a hurricane. <laughs> Sorry. A Midwestern toddler recalls writing Gone with the Wind. You've heard this one? That's on uh, The Ghost Inside My Child. Wow. That's an episode. That's a good one. Um, from the time he was two years old, a Midwestern child named Lee insisted mm-hmm. another house and another mommy. By the age of three, he began saying he was born on June 26th rather than his actual birthday, June 21st. Lee claimed his middle name was Co. He wrote movies for a living and had a daughter named Jennifer. Mm-hmm. His sister asked him how old he was when he died, and he promptly replied, 48. Lee's curious parents relayed the titles of several movies to Lee, asking if he had written them. When, he, when they mentioned Gone with the Wind, Lee became enthusiastic. He eagerly claimed he wrote the film. After a quick Google search, Lee's parents learned that the writer with, of Gone with the Wind was named Sidney Coe Howard. Mm. Howard was born June 26, had a daughter named Jennifer, and passed away at 48. Why would he know that? He wouldn't. Because he's Gosh, a that blows my Every story just blows my mind. I can't wrap my head around it. As these details of Coe's life were unknown to Lee's parents, it's unclear how he knew them. Uh, this live this leaves reincarnation as a possible explanation, or the only explanation. I was gonna say, what's the other option? Yeah, <laughs> that he just read. Gone. He's with the got f- a friend that's talking to him outside. Yeah, he's just like his neighbor Billy's. Like, have you watched Gone with the Wind? It's a great <laughs> film. Also, the Stoke film. Socrates di- told me about Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Freaking me and Socrates talk about Gone with the Wind all the time. I can't. I just. They don't know, man. That is stop. No, are you done? Oh, there's a sip left. This is expensive stuff. I'll put it on the floor. Thank you. God. I'm not starting over. (laughs) I'm not either. No. (laughs) If this stuff goes, that's it. We're quitting. Burn it. (laughs) I don't care anymore. Uh, Okay. A reincarnation murder victim returned to confront his killer. I'm going to poop my pants. (laughs) I am ready. You ready? Go. Let's go. When Karen Phil Tutsumus of Turkey was pregnant with a son... In the 1950s, she dreamed a man named Salim Fesli appeared to her with a bloody face. She went on to give birth to a boy, Semi Tutmusu. I can't say that last name. I'm sorry. It's all right. Just say the first name. As soon as Semi began to talk, he insisted he was the reincarnation of Fesli. He said he lived in a nearby village and he had been murdered by a neighbor. At the age of four, Semi walked to Fesli's old village and talked with Fesli's widow. <sighs> He was able to recount their life together in great detail, and his murder claims were somewhat corroborated. Fesley had indeed been shot by a neighbor, but the neighbor claimed it was a hunting accident. Mm. Semi, on the other hand, insisted his past self had been killed due to an argument over Fesley's mule grazing in the neighbor's field. I mean, that is justified to shoot someone else. Your silent mule is all over my grass. How dare he (laughs) eat his own food? (laughs) How dare he eat the earth? Yeah. 
and that return you- it to us. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> Get your fucking mule off my property. No. Like, people are so fucking weird about that stuff. Um, Semi returned to Fesley's village throughout his life, visiting his widow and adult children. When he encountered his murderer, he would throw stones at him. He did not enact more violent revenge out of concern his neighbor would also be reincarnated. <laughs> oh my god. What are the odds? They're just murdering each other the whole For life. Yeah. For eternity. God, it's awful. Sami stuck, um, stuck to stone throwing to avoid perpetuating a cycle of murder across multiple lifetimes. And yeah, got to confront the murderer. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is wild. Also, you got murdered because you're mule weight by grass. Fuck you. Yeah, seriously. It was a hunting accident. You shot him from the back porch. Were what you were you hun- hunting? The mule. <laughs> <laughs> he was right there, officer. I don't know what happened. I mean, people are mule-shaped. I get it. I can see where the mistake was. Mm-hmm. People usually eat grass on their hands and knees outside. That's what I do every Friday night. Yeah. That's how I mow my lawn. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> What's a lawnmower? <laughs> they make them? <laughs> what? I thought I was a lawnmower. <laughs> Kind of like when you were a kid, your parents were like, you are the dishwasher. All right. <laughs> we don't need a dishwasher. You are the dishwasher. So great said to wash the dishes. Wash your dishes now. <laughs> we have very similar children, childhood. Childrenhoods. <laughs> we're both illiterate. You're doing great. Something's vibrant. Oh, I take your meds. I got to take my antidepressants. Take your meds, people. I appreciate them, but I Oh, hate. this one this one ends in guns and grenades. I'm excited. I think that was gonna be loud. Ooh. Put it up. Let me hear the sizzle. Put your headphones on and listen to that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. Should we do we should do an ASMR episode? Oh my god, fall asleep. You listen to ASMR? No, because I fall asleep. Well, like I listen to it to go to bed sometimes. I watch Dr. Pimple Popper to go to bed sometimes. Oh, we had this hairless Mexican dog come in earlier. Had the best blackheads. It did, it did. We couldn't pop any, though, because it had a bleeding disorder. They were very tempting, because they were just sitting there on her skin. They were just staring right at me. Can't but pop if, her, she'll bleed out. Uh, no, and that's not a joke, either. Like, she, we put an IV catheter in, and her entire arm was bruised. Yeah. Probably bleeding around it. <laughs> A six-year-old claimed to be the reincarnation of a nearby family man. What? At the age of one and a half, Nazi al-Danif of Lebanon shocked his parents. He declared, I am not small. I am big. (laughs) All right, calm down. (laughs) He insisted he had many weapons, including grenades, and lived in a nearby village. As time went on, al-Danif continually requested to be taken to his old home, Oh, I can't pronounce that town. That's all right. Quaber Shamoon. <laughs> About 10 miles away from his village. When he was six year dolls. Whoa. <laughs> six year dolls. <laughs> Who, Lanta? I just want to point out we're sober for this podcast. We're always sober. I know. And never functional. No. And we always record on our long weeks. Because we're idiots. We're recording today and Monday because we're putting out some motherfucking episodes. Because you're going to listen to me and you're going to like it. You're going to love us. <laughs> you're going to love me. Subscribe right now. <laughs> Click. Oh my God. Her mom's friend, wink, wink, because we're not, there's no, because something else got fucked up and we can't <laughs> record any video. I don't want to talk about it. He made us an intro for YouTube videos though. And we did not ask him to. We said, hey, 
we're doing a podcast, blah, blah, blah. They have watched our YouTube videos. My dad and stepmom, they have watched our YouTube videos. My mom and her friend, like, so supportive, so great. So me and Bridget were at work one day, and Jack texted me, and he was like, you can't hear yourself breathe when you talk a lot. Uh. <laughs> but Jack was like, hey, I made this intro for your podcast. You don't have to use it. Don't feel obligated. And it's freaking adorable. It, it's, like, fully animated, mm-hmm. and it's got a cute little soundtrack in the back. And little skeletons in it because our thing is skeletons. We got Nelson. We got our mm-hmm. tapestry. Almost a tapestry. It is tapestry. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, I say tapestry That's to make why fun I got of it. You, up. Yep, my bad. Um, and the skeleton pillows. Anyways, really cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. Moving on. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> after that, when he was six years old, his parents granted his request, and Altanoff located. Oh, here we go. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Why don't you just say located a different town? This is a this is a person's name. Tight. Mm-hmm. Located Nahia Kadeja's home. Okay. Kadeja, thank you. Spoke with Aldenoff at length and became convinced he was the reincarnation of her husband. What? Her husband Fod. That's an easy name to say. We got that Fod one. Fod Asad. Ka- oh wow, that That's rhymes. Fun. His name is Fod Asad Kada. Oh. Yeah, that's like a magic spell. <laughs> She was, ast- <laughs> she was astounded when Aldenoff answered her questions correctly. He remembered who built the foundation of their home, the specifics of the accident when he dislocated his shoulder, and an incident when their daughter became ill by ingesting medicine. Even more astonishing, when Aldenoff's alleged former wife invited him into the home, he quickly ran to a cupboard in search of his weapons. This was the exact cupboard where her deceased husband had kept his guns and grenades. What the hell? Yep, he... Could not know that she lived 10 miles away in a village. Also, why would you tell your one and a half year old child yeah. that blah, blah, blah made guns the foundation? <laughs> well, yeah, he made the foundation in the house. Also, he dislocated his shoulder over there and the guns and grenades are over there. Remember that? We're going to have a pop quiz later. Yeah. <laughs> no. Study your flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> you have a meeting this afternoon. Yeah. Come on. Um, okay. A child's birthmarks matched a bicyclist's deadly injuries. Parima, oh my god, these are all in different countries, and I swear to god I'm trying to not be disrespectful, I'm just stupid. You're not stupid. I'm American. There it is. <laughs> Parima Ekenyaki of Sri Lanka was born with the unusual birthmarks dotting her lower ribs and chest. At a young age, she began speaking of her past life. After a school trip to a temple 145 miles away, Ekenyaki mm-hmm uh, insisted she lived in a town across the river from the temple. She claimed she was once a male incense maker who died in a traffic accident. A male incense maker? Mm-hmm. Like the burning incense? Yeah. Okay. Her uh, father traveled with his brother-in-law to the town in, in question. They asked around about local incense makers and found the name Jindazi. Jindazi had been an incense maker who died when he was hit by a bus while riding his bicycle. Poor guy. Her family took her to Jindazi's home, where she was able to identify his wife and daughter and name the school Jindazi attended. What the hell? Her family had no prior contact or connections because they lived 145 miles away. Okay, see, I was about to ask, what school location were they at? Like, where they did go to school together? But no. never mind, they were... Yep. That makes sense. Um, when Jindazi's... Uh, with Jindazi's family. It is difficult to explain how she got such specific information correct... Then there were the birthmarks of Jindazi's autopsy report showed several fractures and bruises from the accident that ran along his lower ribs and matched her birthmarks. 
I would panic. Not a bad panic, but I would just, my mind would be blown. I wouldn't know what to do as a person who had lost a loved one and then their reincarnated soul found me again. Because they, you're face to face with them, but it's not them. Yeah. But like, they, but the soul, their soul knows it's you. Right. But like the four year old who is his deceased wife, you can't be like, oh, I love her because that's gross. Yeah. It's a four year old yeah. pervert. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Plus she yelled at him for being remarried. Like yeah. that is just such. That is a whirlwind of emotions I it can't even is. imagine. And it, um, first, first of all, she came out of the bathroom like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> she does it. She slips away. She then, like plans it. Yeah. She's like, you open the door. Here I go. So then she ran under my chair and I'm scared she's going to knock all this shit off. So you hear jingle, 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 jingle. Francie, I swear to God. <laughs> and then I wrestled her. The cat's fine. I threw her back in the bathroom and she pouted and yelled at me when I put her down. She went, Mrrr. she hates me. So. The dogs hate me and take away all their squeaky toys whenever we record. And the cat gets mad because she's going to jail. I can't do it. I live with them. I, d- I basically live here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Next story. I don't know what's going on with my microphone there, but it works. I was wondering that. Um, uh. Oh, I think to pick up where I left off. If John ever passed away and... Someone came up to me and knew his life information. I don't care. I mean, I care about the age. Male or female, I'm marrying that bitch. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a four-year-old child. That's what I just said. I care about yeah. age. Oh, you did say that. I'm sorry. You're yeah, if you're the I'm same not age. marrying a four-year-old. Nope, that is <laughs> illegal. The age gap has to be four years. Oh, so me and Hector are. Well, yeah. We're pushing on five. But... I don't know if I could honestly, I don't know if I could date someone four years younger than me. All right. No, like for me personally. Thanks, Bridget. I'm not saying, like, I don't think it's weird. I'm just saying, like, the maturity no. gap. Unless I was, like, 40 and they were 36. Yeah. Well, when you're 30 and 25, it works out. Yeah, because there's a good, that's a, there's a, he's fully matured. Is he? His frontal lobe is. It's not. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. Uh, all right. A retired fire chief felt an emotional link to a Civil War general. When you're retired, when a retired fire chief, Jeffrey Keene, and his wife, uh, vacationed in Maryland. See, we're in America. I can say all these words. She can say Maryland. <laughs> not bootyism. No, not bootyism. <laughs> um, he was caught off guard when visiting a Civil War battlefield called Sunken Road. Keene became inexplicably emotional as he entered the field to the point where he thought he may be suffering a heart attack. Hmm. While the physical pain passed, he left an uncanny connection to this area. Later, he recounted the incident to a psychic at a party. She asked if he believed in reincarnation. Hang on. There was just a random psychic at the party. They might have a friend that's a psychic. I want to go to that party. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, Later, he encountered a psychic at a party. She asked if he believed in reincarnation. He felt the instinctive urge to say the words, not yet. While reading a Civil War magazine in his home, he found an article about Civil War general identified as General Gordon. Gordon had fought in Sunken Road during the Battle of... uh, Atium? Atitum? Atitum? I don't know about American history. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, public schools. Well, not even the public school system for you. Well, like over half of it. Thank you, public and homeschool system. Yeah. I'm also going to school to be a civil engineer, so I'm fine on the history department. American history teacher. (laughs) Um, During the battle, he was uh, best remembered for repetitively shouting the words, not yet. Stop it. Mm Mm-hmm. Upon researching Gordon's life, 
Keene found more connections between himself and Gordon. Keene had marks on his body similar to the wounds Gordon suffered in the war. No, thank you. On Keene's 30th birthday, he was admitted to the hospital with a terrible pain in his jaw. Gordon was 30 when he was shot in the face. In the face? Yeah. First of all, that's disrespectful. Second of all... He um, was in the war. I you know, shoot people in the face in the war? It probably happened on... I mean, on accident, quote-unquote. But there's mm. bullets flying all over the place. That's fair. Yeah. I should know. I'm going to go home and look for birthmarks. I have one. I was probably stabbed in the stomach. I want to talk to your family. <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> Uh, a reincarnated boy solved his own murder. I'm gonna poop. While this story is largely based on rumors, it's nonetheless chilling. Allegedly, a three-year-old boy from Golan Heights near Syria was born with red birthmarks on his head. He claimed this was from his murder in a past life. Oh my god! Physician Dr. Eli Lash claims that claims to have investigated the story. Lash took the boy from city to city in Israel until the boy recognized a village. He walked down the town for quite some time before approaching a strange man saying, I used to be your neighbor. We had a fight and you killed me with an axe. Oh my God. Then the boy led Losh to the accused man to a spot where he claimed to have been buried. A skeleton was found in the ground. No. With a wound in the skull corresponding to the boy's birthmarks. No. The man he <laughs> accused eventually confessed to having murdered his neighbor no. four years before. No. No. Just yes. No. What? No. Yes. What do you do with that? You, First of all, how old is this person? Uh, the boy? Yeah. Three. A three-year-old yeah. comes up to Solved you. Solved a murder. Looks up at you from your kneecap and said- You kill me with an axe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, you kill me with an axe? My body's over there. Can you go get it? All right, I'm a little upset about it. <laughs> what the hell? I know. Because you're three- Well, I mean, our, if we had children, our three-year-olds would probably know about a murder, but- they're going to know about a lot of murders. They're going to be so aware of their surroundings, though. They're going to be paranoid. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We're paranoid. If I have to be, that you have to be. That's very toxic, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. That's that is insane. That gave me chills. I loved it. Oh, cool. I have two more stories left. God, I need to do more stories. Huh? I need to do more stories. What do you mean you need to do more You've done a lot, and I haven't done that many. Oh, it's fine. It is. I'll look on the internet. Oh, we have to eat soup anyways. Thank God. <laughs> I'm going to be so tired after soup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, an elderly man shocked archaeologists with his knowledge of an ancient city. Mm. For his entire life, Arthur Flowerdew. That's a cute That's last name. That's a pretty name. name. That is so cute. Um, Arthur's a cute name, too. It is. Arthur Flowerdew. Love that. Um, was haunted with an expeccable. That's not the right word. Inexplicable and <laughs> vivid memories of a city surrounded by a desert. Was it a Atlantis? A desert. Atlantis is under the water. Do we know that? Because it's the lost well, city. Let me get to Arthur's story and maybe we'll find out. All right. <laughs> um, a temple cart in a temple carved into a cliff. Cliff. Oh, Let's start that sentence over. Yep. Arthur Flowerdew was haunted with inexplicable memories uh, of a city surrounded by a desert and a temple carved into a cliff. One day, while watching a BBC documentary on television, as you do, he mm-hmm, he saw the city of Petra, uh, Petra Jordan. To his amazement, the city matched the one in his head. After Flowerdew shared his story with several people, BBC reporters contacted him and asked him to give a story to, on television. What? Several archaeologists flew to Petra with Flowerdew. He recognized landmarks with ease, including sites that had not been ex- uh, excavated yet. 
What? When presented with an ancient device, the purpose of which had been baffled by scholars for years, he offered a plausible explanation regarding this use. After seeing a guard station, Flower Dew recalled that he had died there when he was stabbed with a spear. The experts who accompanied Flower Dew believed his claims of reincarnation, doubting someone would be able to fake or fabricate the breadth of knowledge he displayed without going to school or studying this city. Considering it was lost. (laughs) And recently found. (laughs) Flower Dew maintained he had never studied the city previously and only heard of it upon seeing it on television. While Flower Dew could possibly have withheld information regarding his education, many believe it was a true reincarnation story. What the hell? Especially a device that, like, no one knows mm-hmm. what it's for. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do that with it. Yeah. Like, but I can understand, like, you watch a documentary and you're like, I'm an expert now. Because obviously, I mean, you could solve a murder. Because, no. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Us. Yeah. Obviously. Just waiting for the FBI to call me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. But he they did one small documentary and he got flown there and he's like well actually this is over there that's over there and i got stabbed here with this beer with us why'd you get stabbed though that's what i want to know like my thing about reincarnation is they die but they don't know why they got murdered because they're mule weight grass or like you know it's just weird how they don't remember the death part of it well they do i mean they got murdered well maybe oh i guess they do because the three-year-old or Mm -hmm. the one-year-old we got an argument. It might be harder, like, as a child, understanding that. Maybe that's what it is. But I feel like some reincarnation stories, like, some souls might know more than the last one. So he's like, I was stabbed with a spear, but I don't know why. Where the three-year-old was like, no, he shot me because my mule's eating grass. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. Um, last story. Here we go. Yeah. Swedish woman claims to be the reincarnation of Anne Frank. All right. No. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Let's see. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Hit me with it. Let's um, go. Barbro Carlin was born in Sweden. 19- Barbro? Barbro. Barbro. B-A-R-B-R-O. Barbro. Barbro. Mm-hmm. I thought you were trying to say Barbro. Nope. Barbro. Oh. No. Okay. Uh, she was born in Sweden in 1954. From the time she could talk, Carlin began telling her parents strange stories about someone named Anne Frank, which, fair enough, this was very, I feel like... Everyone knows Anne Frank. Well, 1954? What year was Anne Frank? Her, I think her dad died in 1926, which was like 10 years ago, 1916. Somewhere around there. Look How do up. you know so much about Anne Frank? I don't know. Or, or I know you, some about history. Not American history, obviously. Obviously. Hang on. And- Album, right okay she was born june 12th 1929 and oh, then yeah. died 1945 so this was yeah this was not being taught in school yet what uh, year are we in right now 1954 okay so like the holocaust recently ended oh, i'm fishy about this one but go ahead how are you fishy about it well just read me more um, and from I'll the tell time you- she could talk <laughs> Carlin began telling her parents strange stories about someone named Anne Frank. Carlin claimed she was Anne Frank and that she had had nightmares of men kicking the door in her home and taking her away. Her parents were perplexed, not least because she had no idea Anne Frank was a real person. Well, it says right here, Frank died in 1945. 
in <laughs> Bergen-Belsen concentration camp after Nazis discovered her and her family hiding in an attic in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. They were trying to avoid persecution for being Jewish. Carlin's parents took her to Amsterdam when she was 10 years old. She quickly led them to Frank's house with no directions, correctly um, identified a spot on the wall where Frank okay. had hung photos of a movie. All right, now I'm more into it. Mm-hmm. I'm and, just saying, at first it was a little suspicious. Yeah, no, because like everyone, I know, I know why. Um, and noted the steps that were different than she remembered them from. All of this was enough to finally make her parents believe she really was the reincarnation of Anne Frank, and she's been writing books about her experience ever since. Hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Huh. How? Oh, that typing sounds good. Okay, so, yeah, that was my stall. That was good. I really enjoyed it. This reincarnation, dude, we could talk about... We could just have a podcast on reincarnation. I was sitting here and listening to stories all day. Yeah. I mean, it's like crazy stuff. Why don't you get so enthralled with this? Why well, I think I'm a new soul? Because I don't remember anything. I mean, I don't remember anything either. I want somebody to talk to me and tell me where the F have been. What was I doing 110 years ago? All right. <laughs> Here's my phobia of the week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shot donk phobia. You made that up. No. <laughs> the fear of hot dogs. Stop it. Yeah. No. How do I say that? Shot donk phobia. Shot donk phobia. Shot donk phobia. Yeah, it's the fear of hot dogs. Uh, Why are they scared of hot dogs? Mm, like they're going to choke on them? Hold on. For many individuals who are suffering from fear of hot dogs. <laughs> like I just skip the phobia again. <laughs> uh, they don't always feel the need for treatment because they can avoid the object of their fear. Obviously. It gives people suffering from shantank phobia a feeling of control on the problem. But sometimes avoiding hot dogs might not be possible forever. It is important to someone who always seek professional help when possible this way, they don't lose time to do a better job in understanding what is happening. With understanding, you can next move on to overcoming your fear of hot dogs. So the next cookout, you got to be wary. Yeah. Like, what if you walk into a restaurant and it's hot dog special day? You first have all, to leave. First of all, I love hot dogs. I fucking... I, hot dogs fuck. There's a place in our town that sells... In our town. Well, I don't want to say where I we know. are. I know. It just make, just make it sound small. In our town. In our town. In our city. Is that better? So Christ used to live <laughs> So Christ founded this hot dog stand. No, but there's a hot dog restaurant that is 10 out of 10, and they sell tater tots. It's all right. Everyone all right. eat soup now? Yeah, we're going to go eat soup. We'll be back later. Recording. We are recording. All right. So I almost completely reintroduced like we were starting the podcast over. <laughs> my name's Bridget. This is Sarah. <laughs> I forgot that we did my stuff. That, you got soup wasted. Soup wasted. I didn't finish it. Soup is rather filling at first, but then you're full for two minutes. Yeah. I'm sweepy. I'm sweepy? Yeah. That'll be all right. I'll survive. 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 Um, so Bridget took us down the wonderful... I don't know why you're yawning. <laughs> I'm out of breath. That's I know. why. <laughs> I, you can hear me inhale on yours too. Um, but Bridget took us down the road of reincarnation, which I can listen to her talk about all day and not get bored. But we're going to go... That was loud. <laughs> but. 
But <laughs> but I'm going to talk about doppelgangers, which I know Bridget is at one point is going to cover skinwalkers. Oh, yeah. And I, I need to know the difference between a doppelganger and a skinwalker. Yeah. Because as you read, or as I read some of these stories, I don't understand the difference between them. But I will tell you, I don't know why I scream but, but I'm going to tell you about doppelgangers, which freaks me out and I love it. So, a doppelganger, if you didn't know, is someone who looks spookly like you. But spookly. <laughs> but spookly is a good word. It is a good word. Spookly little bitch. Spookly. Spook- Bootyism. Bootyism. I'm saying it right. Spookly? You are. Oh, okay. The more you said it, I was like, that's not a word. <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's someone who looks spookly like you, but isn't a twin. It is a doppelganger. Originally, this is a type of ghost, and the word doppelganger is German and literally means double walker. As oh, in, I know. That's fun. As in a ghost or as in a ghost or a shadow of yourself. Hmm. So if you have a twin, it is not your doppelganger, it is your twin. Do not panic. Do, do not fret. Do not fret. So the concept of the existence of a spirit double, um, an exact is that Fran? Yes. Oh my god. She has exorcisms in the bathroom while we record. She gets put in jail because she doesn't know how to act. Well, she is put in jail because when we recorded with my camera, um, she messes with the tripod and rubs against it, or she puts her butthole in front of the lens, or <laughs> she chews cords, or she hits my... You know what? She's a lot. So the concept of the existence of a spirit double, an exact but usually invisible re- invisible replica of every man, bird, or beast is an ancient and widespread belief. To meet one's double is a sign that one's death is imminent. So that's another belief in it that if you meet your doppelganger, oh, they're going to die soon. You're going to die soon. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Because, yeah. I would have a panic attack. Yeah, but I'd be like, ah, here it is. Here Fuck. we go. <laughs> Am I going to be reincarnated? You couldn't give me one more day. Right? <laughs> like, I have plans this weekend and you're going like, to. Fuck, man. <laughs> Supposed to go see a movie tomorrow. Yeah. Halloween Kills came out. Do you know that? I'm going to miss it. Do you know what you're doing to me right now? No. So, how likely is it that you actually have a doppelganger? According to one study, the likelihood of two people sharing the exact facial features is less than one in than one in one trillion. Damn. To put it another way, there's only one in 135 chance that a single pair of doppelgangers exists on our planet of more than seven billion people. One in 135 people? No, only only a hundred. I read it wrong. Only. Yeah, no, you're right. Only one in 135 have a doppelganger. Yes, out of so like if 135 people are in a room. I'm just wondering what percentage of the population that is. You know, I'm not gonna do math right now because I'm not good at it. No, I know. I just I am. Where's my phone? It's in my lap. It's yep. You keep talking. I'm gonna do the math. All right. Well, that is my super brief history of doppelgangers. Just gave you where it came from and what it is. So I'm just gonna tell stories that came off of Reddit. Is what we're gonna talk about. I can't do seven billion on a computer. On a on the phone? Let me turn my laptop. Oh my god. But I found the percentage. Well, you just Google it. Oh yeah. What's the chance I have a double here? Mm-hmm. I'm sweating. I was not sweating until I sat in this chair. What percentage of the world is a doppelganger? <gasps> Serious no. I think this is important. I mean interesting now we I don't know. all right okay i thought we we're gonna have a resolution we're not 
Hang on. Just gave me a bunch of articles about doppelgangers, but that's what you're talking about, so I don't need to do that. Well, I'm just going to talk about stories. We did I a love short... stories. All right. Well, I'll tell you some spooky stories. All right. So story number one. So, uh, late at night, I usually go to the bathroom multiple times, but for the past four days, every time I go to leave, I can see myself standing in the mirror from the corner of my eye. It, it gets weirder. It is like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. It terrifies me to the point where I almost run out without looking directly at the mirror. I never told my husband about it because I didn't want to acknowledge it out loud. Earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat in the chair next to it watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backwards to the edge of the bed and stand up in front of our bedroom door. Um, fuck no. Yeah. Guess who would have left your ass? Me. <laughs> Just, no. would have been out mm-hmm. the door. I would have been gone first of all first of all you crawl anywhere mm-hmm. out of bed backwards sideways normally you crawl towards me i'm drop kicking you in I'm the face punching you in the face i don't care how long we've been together you're getting decked mm-hmm. i agree i'm already on edge and paranoid when i'm asleep everything is a demon when you wake up <laughs> <laughs> like you wake up and my dog at the end of the bed could very well be a homeless man curled up in my legs well, i don't know she could be a hellhound she's black you're so. already disoriented i that gave me the heebie-jeebies well <laughs> okay. yeah i know i hated it sorry uh, if you have a metaphobia i just puked puked um he thought it was weird i got up like that as you should you don't think it's weird <laughs> you're okay with that <laughs> you're fine um you thought it was weird <laughs> you thought <laughs> um blah, blah, blah. oh he thought it was weird i got up that way because i'm in the last month of my pregnancy and i can't really move so well without it hurting mm, yeah but okay you also aren't sleeping on your stomach so you no. got up and rolled around and crawled backwards yeah while pregnant weirdo no no <laughs> absolutely absolutely not not. you're done (laughs) so he tried talking to me um when i didn't answer he looked at the door to find me not there and still sleeping in bed Mm -hmm. i got really creeped out and i finally told him about what i've been seeing in the bathroom he thought it was creepy as well but didn't want to really talk about it anymore because he thinks it will give whatever it is power energy i can agree with that fair enough yeah yep and i have no idea what it wants or why we have both seen it does she think she's gonna die soon I don't know. Not everybody believes that. That's just like one. Oh, that's just like a, a thing. Yeah. Like, it's just a thing. You know. Mm. I'm, I gotta take this off. I'm so hot. We're getting naked. Where? I gotta just hang on. I can't. Oh, my God. I'm so hot. You're fine. So, oh, I hit a button. Now we lost everything. Jesus Christ. Lost my everything. My shirt's off. That's good. <laughs> yep, that came off. All right. Just don't that. You got a bra on. I do have I a bra just saw a right titty. Right. <laughs> All right titty. Where's my ears? All right. Okay. Here we go. I'm clothed. Apparently this is like, so you can like flip this around and put that on your, oh, that's comfortable. Is it? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I hit the space bar and it went into fucking outer space. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, you're done with this part. No, I'm yeah. not. And good. All right. What would take it out? My industrial. Hmm. I like record just because it fucking hurts. Just can't forget to put that back in because if this closes up, I ain't getting a reverse. Nope. That shit hurted. Hurted. I have almost a whole sleeve of tattoos. Not one of them hurt as bad. 
As is industrial. And I have an elbow tattoo. Well, my friend got her industrial pierced. And then we were drinking one night. And she was like, I feel like my ear is infected. It was. And a lot of stuff came out of it. Did she go in a hot tub? I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm sure at some point in her life. (laughs) (laughs) You've ever been in a hot tub? (laughs) When's the last time you've been in a hot tub? Tell me now. right now. (laughs) And nobody gets hurt. (laughs) What was. You know what? Never mind. I'm not going down this road. I know that. I know that. Fun fact, I can play a really good Lieutenant Dan for that one line. Just in case you have one talent show for... I got one line for you. Ready? (laughs) But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. I know that. (laughs) Hire me. I'm ready. I'll play Lieutenant... No, I won't. Mm -mm. That's offensive. (laughs) And I will only say the one thing. (laughs) I, I can this. say three words. I know that. Somebody, Hollywood, hit me up. Sign me up. I need someone to get me a job. <laughs> I have a job. It's just... I don't four. like it. I, we had $4 last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. I had nine, and then it turned to four. Anyway. You have to make it funny. Or you'll cry. Do you think I like this color at all? No? No. Nah. Hmm. Uh-uh. I was worried. Okay, you can go. Yeah, are, are you sure? You got soup wasted. You talk during mine. I'm supposed to, or it's just you talking story. Maybe. Talking stories. <laughs> I said it. This is tripping me up. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not a fan of it. I'm just saying it's comfortable if you it need like a pressure release. I just feel underwater. Why do you keep saying like underwater? Because I feel like I'm a goldfish in a bowl with all this stuff on my head. I want to lean on this. I do too, but it's not I do stable. Too. Okay. I know that. I know that. <laughs> Okay, Lieutenant Dan, number two story. <laughs> number two story. Story number two. All right. When I was nine, I stayed home, quote, um, quote, sick from school. I distinctly remember that I wasn't actually sick, simply playing hooky to avoid bullying because kids are, kids are cruel. I did that a lot around that age, and I, uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm, I did that a lot at that age. I woke from a nap, turned on the TV in our living room, and scrolled through some channels when my, quote, mother suddenly leaned over the bar and stared at me without saying anything. I had been awake for a few minutes at this point, so I can't rightly blame sleep paralysis for all this. Now, whatever this thing was, it was entirely identical to my actual mother. It sounds weird to describe, but it's as if the only difference that was, this thing was trying to, but it's as if the only difference was. You gotta stop doing that when you mess up. I know. What do you mean do? Just, just start over because when you do that like it i can't really edit it out because you immediately start talking after <laughs> so it's just half the time your audio is just you going blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's okay it's good it's not like a That's turkey what jo- talking when to john you. took uh when we took public speaking in college together um every time he did an assignment and had to like talk in front of people and he mess up a word he just goes yes but <laughs> i get it he passed i don't know how mm. You do better. All right, I'll quit doing it. No, I'm just gonna. I mean, just gotta work on it. You're not gonna be able to stop. You've been doing it forever. All right, here we go. (gasps) You can hear it shaking. My boots. I know. Sorry. Okay. Okay. That's good. All right. It sounds weird to describe, but it's as if the only difference that was this thing pretending to be a mom has never felt a single emotion in its life. It was unsettling. What is it doing? Was that this? Yeah, put it up to your face. 
No, the back end. The butt end. No, up to your face. Push it on your face. <laughs> That's not supposed to do that. <laughs> That's going to explode. Yep. I'm going to put that down. Do you want to read that story over? Yes, yeah, start over. All right, hang on. I'm going to fart. <laughs> you gotta put the microphone up to it one of these times <laughs> alright I want you to fart on that phone <laughs> I'm concerned about this that is, that is not good stop touching it well, it's, it's gonna explode well, I, I know that I know that <laughs> alright story number two <laughs> I just what was that? At <laughs> the table. <laughs> I hate being over here. All right. Isn't that any different on this side of the room? It is because I have to talk more. Oh, you mean you don't want to talk? <laughs> yeah. It could well, just be a podcast where I talk and you listen. <laughs> You're like Mr. Rogers. I'm his chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're Blue's Clues situation. I'm Blue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. When I was nine, I'd stayed home, quote, sick from school. I distinctly remember that I actually wasn't sick, simply playing hooky to avoid bullying, bullying, because kids are cruel. As I did, as I did that a lot around at this age. The camera's not on. Why did you do that? Because <laughs> I was telling you that I didn't. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm proud of you. Yes. He. God. <laughs> All right. I woke from a nap, turned on the TV in our living room, and scrolled through some channels when my, quote, mother leaned over the bar and stared at me without saying anything. I had been awake for a few minutes at this point, so I can't rightfully blame sleep paralysis for all this. I can hear that vibrate. I'm sorry, I'll move it. I didn't think I was going to get a text. My only friend is in the room with me, so. That's me. Now, whatever this thing was, it was entirely identical to my actual mother. It sounds weird to describe, but it's as if the only difference was that this thing pertaining to my mom has never felt a single emotion in its life. It was unsettling. That that was it. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) You just, like, literally just, like, waiting for something else. I was like, nope, that's it. I can see where you're confused. Oh, just kidding. It's not it. Yeah, it just didn't feel right. No, it didn't because I'm stupid... I am 30 years old and don't know how to use Microsoft Word. This story is... Do I start over? No. No. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Completely indistinguishable like she had never felt a feeling in her life. Yes. It beckoned me and I attempted to talk to her as I would my mother. She kept beckoning, refused to answer, and that's when I sent something horribly wrong. Naturally, naturally, I started screaming at this thing to answer me. Mm-hmm. It just kept beckoning. I bolted right out of the room and into the yard yelling for help. That's my, good. Mm-hmm. My mother, the real one, had been working in the yard and came rushing over. I told her what I had just seen, and she soothed me with easy explanations that it must have been a fever dream. But thankfully saving my side the rest of the afternoon as I was Joke's a nervous Jokes on you, wreck. I'm not sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fever. Your doppelganger's in there, and she's not nice. Dude, that's making me emotional. Like, the thought of that. That's gross. That's making you emotional? No, like it makes, like it creeps me out to the point where like I get like teary eyed. Mm. Oh no. You know what I mean? Mm, No. No? Okay. (laughs) Just me then? All right. Just me? Got it. Just me. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) All right. Another story. 
I remember one Sunday morning, my brother and I were watching TV and someone knocked on the door. We lived in an apartment that was empty. The owner hadn't rented the second floor. It was a two bedroom apartment with a kitchen and a bathroom by the door. A small apartment, but with a big window that faces out the door. So when I heard someone knock, I checked the window and saw my father, or who I thought was my father, and I was going to, to the door to open it. When I was going to unlock the door, my mother pulls me away and screams at me not to open the door because I didn't know who it was. I told her I saw my dad. She freaked out going to the window and checking, and then checking the peephole. She started to get terrified, and she said to go to the farthest room in the apartment and not to come out. She went and woke up my dad. My dad kind of angry and confused. We told him what we saw, and the man was still knocking on the door. My dad screamed, Who is it? No answer. He said he would call the cops, but no response. While my dad was busy screaming at him, we saw that he was just standing still in front of the door. So my mom took us to the furthest room from the door, where my dad got ready to open the door with a metal bat. I feel like I've said door a lot in this story. <laughs> to make you feel better, I haven't noticed it said more than usual. Okay, great. Once he did, the man was gone. My dad goes out looking everywhere around the apartment. The apartment door was a heavy metal door and always was heard when someone comes in and out. But we heard nothing that morning and nothing when my dad opened the door. We heard no footsteps either, but my brother and my mother and I saw that man exactly, who that looked exactly like my father. I can see why you, like, there's a confusion between doppelgangers and skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. Do you go into a difference at all? Like, did you look into that? Or? No, I'm going to think about it until I started doing this. Because I know you're going to cover it later. It's just like, I thought a doppelganger was somebody you, like, ran into on accident. And they looked exactly like you. Right. I think skinwalkers and doppelgangers favor each other very well. Because I know skinwalkers look at you and don't respond. Yeah. And they're very... Doppelgangers can talk. Yeah, but most of these are silent. Not a lot of these talk. Like the one with the mother beckoning him in the kitchen, she did not talk to him. She just kept motioning him to come towards her. I feel like there's a thing, too, where skinwalkers can't come inside unless invited. Or is that black-eyed kids? I think it might be both. Because the one mama's already inside. Yeah. How like, the fuck did she get inside? See, I don't... I, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> That's weird. We're going to have to look it up when you're done. Yeah. I know, because it's bothering me, and I did my notes last minute, because I work all week. So. <laughs> We're doing great. Anyway, welcome to ER. Uh... <laughs> Store. That's going to be a... Oh, we're putting that on a t-shirt. Welcome to ER. Mm-hmm. I like it. That and oh. wild goose steak. That's my favorite. Wild <laughs> goose steak. What was one of mine? Isn't our Ouija board? Our Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> our Da Vinci code. It's not even close to the same thing. <laughs> it's I on our Ouija that. board. Oh, I know that. That's yours. <laughs> I know that. I know that. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I know that. Oh you just gotta say it with your teeth. I know that. Also, you're in a mood is your next one. You're in a mood. You're in a mood. Carbon copy. Oh, what's it called? Patent pending. Carbon copy. <laughs> you did say carbon copy. And I was like, carbon copies don't even exist anymore, except on lab forms. You know what a carbon copy is? Oh, I do it. Carbon copy is like when you write on a piece of paper and you tear it off and it stencils it to the piece of paper under it. Yeah. That's a carbon copy. Mm. Yeah. I know that. I know that. <laughs> I did not know that. I did. I did not. I did not. You cannot not. I cannot not. I don't know what that was. <laughs> 
Next story. <laughs> sure you ready? You don't want to make out the microphone again? <laughs> do not do that again. I will be going elsewhere. I, I will be going elsewhere. Do not. Listen. <laughs> you can hear every particle of spit. Oh, ready? Coffee is more. You're going to want to take your head. No, ready? I didn't like that. We're not allowed to eat in the middle of the podcast anymore. That's no, a new rule. It gets us goofy. That's a new rule. We're not allowed to eat. We're not allowed to eat. I know that. <laughs> I know that. All right. Okay. Cut the caca. Get to the next one. <laughs> I just turned into a 45-year-old woman named Michelle. <laughs> Not Michelle. Cut the caca. Where's the spoons? I know they're in your bedroom. Alex, show me under your bed right now. <laughs> Did you just hit your head? <laughs> I had the table in my hand because my head itched and I can't deal with you right now. You know you're hiding the spoons under your pillowcase, Alex. Just show me. Cut the caca. <laughs> You're in a mood. You're in a mood. She's in a mood. Michelle's in a mood. All right, I'm going to story number three. You're weirding me out. I'm sorry. I like it. Weirding you out? No. This isn't anything new. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, story number three. Story number three. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right. When I was about 16 or 17, I was really heavy into doing the Ouija board. Red flag number one. Oh, yeah. We will not be friends. <laughs> I will be going elsewhere. I will be going elsewhere. It's also going on a t-shirt. Courtesy of Hector. I will not be caught dead. At this establishment. I have to park on the street. We will we'll be, be going, going elsewhere. elsewhere. We should tell that story later. It's a good yeah. one. All right. So, doing the Ouija board. Other stuff happened, but the doppelgangers were definitely the worst. The first one was my mom. I heard her come in and my best friend was with me. My friend and I walked down to greet her. Why are you laughing? I can hear you yawn in the distance. <laughs> I'm trying to go away from it. I know, I did too. And I feel like this helped, but it doesn't. <clears throat> you can't really hear it in post. That's good. Yeah. All right. She looked like a younger version of my mom that was carrying groceries. So I tried calling out to her, but she didn't respond and walked into my brother's room. Then I got a sick feeling. I called out to her, but she didn't respond still. So I followed her up. She was not there. When I walked back down, my real mom had come in and didn't know what was going on. She was also wearing a different outfit. Ooh. So, same person. Huh? Something over there just vibrated. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it was. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, The same person also wrote this story. The next one was my... Mm. Sorry. There's a motorcycle loose in the parking lot. <laughs> loose in the parking lot. There's nobody on it. <laughs> just driving itself around. <laughs> Fucking ghost rider out there. <laughs> Nicholas Cage? <laughs> 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 there 
there's a motorcycle loose. <laughs> if you are missing a red, <laughs> I passed in Harvey Davidson. <laughs> Harvey Davidson. Psyker muddled. <laughs> it's the equate version of the Harley. Slim Slim Bluffler. <laughs> All right, doing Ouija boards. Go. All right. The next one was my brother. My mom was talking to him on the phone, and he said he was on his way home. As soon as he hung up, my brother walked in the door. He talked to us for a little. Uh, Mom wanted him to take out the garbage or something, and then walked to the bathroom. He had been in the bathroom for like 15 minutes, and I got that sick feeling again. Sometimes you just got to (laughs) go. You had a sick feeling. He had a sick feeling. He's in the bathroom. Yeah. I in the bathroom for longer than two minutes. You think I have a doppelganger? can't go to the store without anybody thinking that i asked if he had fallen in or something then my real brother walked in and was freaked out my mom checked on him all night to make sure he was okay both times they had darker eyes and it felt sort of like a dream but i was definitely awake and other people witnessed it hmm. so that doppelganger talked to them and had family time in the living room oh my god yeah and she was like can you take out the trash and he's like i have to go to the bathroom and then her real brother comes in and she's like excuse me <laughs> sir sir <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. You were just taking a shit. <laughs> That's crazy. What are they? So is it an, a sign? Like, is it an omen when you see your own doppelganger? Because it seems like in most of these stories, people don't actually get to see them. They're gone before they get there. <clears throat> Who's gone before they get there? Their doppelganger. Like, if you're... Like, if you physically make eye contact like uh-huh. with your doppelganger, mm-hmm. is that the omen? I don't know because this one's doppelganger was taking a shit and he walked in and they yeah, were like. Yeah, but he didn't see himself. That's what I'm saying. He didn't see himself. His family saw him. Yeah. So I know like one of the. And the door guy didn't see himself either. That's true. Because he ran away before yeah. he got up. The only one that did was a pregnant lady that crawls backwards. I don't like her. No. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't know. Well, her. No, she didn't. Well, yeah, she saw herself in the mirror, but her husband saw her crawl out of the bed backwards. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess if you. Like, if you meet Bridget Jr. on the street. Don't. I said Jr. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. All right. And I'll deck her in the face. Okay. (laughs) I'll fucking punch you. I don't care who you are, if you're real or not. (laughs) I'm clocking your ass. (laughs) I need chapstick. I have some. Where? (gasps) Thank God it's close. I wasn't going to make you get up. I was not going to get up. Hang on, see if you can hear it. Ooh. You cannot. A little bit. Here, here. You'll hear it. <laughs> Ew. Ready? Listen. I just want to point out, I put my ear up to the microphone. <laughs> did you see that? I did this. You know what that did? Nothing. What flavor is this? Mint. Okay, can you not huff my chips? <laughs> it's got good leg. <laughs> Just don't get it. Can you? Are you done making out with that? That like a caveman. Jesus Christ! Have you had chapstick before? Yeah, once or twice. <laughs> Not in this lifetime. Mm-mm. That was my last soul. She had no chapstick. Her lips were dry as hell. Her lips are tear. I don't care anymore. What were you trying to say? Why? Hang on. 
What? My computer tried to register my microphone as a person hitting the mouse pad, and it's not a person. Here, scoot it towards you a little bit. Like, you have room to give. There you go. Hello. 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 I'm from Idaho. <laughs> I'm about to go drop something mysterious in the bathroom. <laughs> That's house bunny, by the way. Yeah. Nope. Bridges. <laughs> now, are you a lumberjack? Cause I, <laughs> I got a log. <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Read your next story, God. I wish I could. Use I don't, just fuck me, I guess. <laughs> All right. Whew. So, this is another story, and it says, both times that my family experienced doppelgangers, and the doppelgangers refused to respond when spoken to. So, so that's a skinwalker. I'm starting to think people know the difference between a skinwalker and a doppelganger. Well, I can't touch my computer right now. I'm stuck. Do All it right. with your other hand. It didn't rip. Oh, there it went. I had chapstick on. I didn't do it. All right. The first was my sister's doppelganger, who my brother told to go downstairs for lunch. She did not answer. When my brother walked downstairs, he instantly saw my actual sister wearing a different shirt. She couldn't have passed my brother so quickly because the staircase led directly to our dining room. I was over that one. The second was... That was, was, yeah. Basically, he saw his sister ran downstairs and she was wearing a different outfit and there's no way she could have surpassed him. Because there's one seen, staircase. Have you seen those uh, quick change magicians? <laughs> <laughs> they do some pretty impressive shit. Is your sister a magician? <laughs> She might be practicing, brother. <laughs> Don't jack her flow. <laughs> I would love to be a magician. Uh, the second was my own doppelganger who stood in my door at 12 p.m., mute and staring at my sister who was using the computer. I wasn't actually home until 4 p.m. later that day after school. My sister didn't know that until she asked me why I was just staring at her without emotion earlier around noon. So his sister thought... The hell was... Francine? Francine? <laughs> Francine? <laughs> But he thought it was his, or his sister thought he was home just on the computer staring at it. She was like, why are you being a freaking weirdo? Then he gets home and she was like, you've been here all day. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Also, my sibling acting weird like that. You're getting, you're, I'm throwing hands. I'm throwing. When it comes to doppelgangers, I'm throwing hands well, 100% of the time. Where does it come from? Where is, does the doppelganger come into the door? Does he just appear out of nowhere? I always had the, not knowledge, but the assumption. <laughs> That's a good word. That doppelgangers were someone who was born, has their own family. Right. And just looks like you. Like sister, sister. Yeah. But not. These are mystical creatures. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I never had the, like, understanding that doppelgangers were some, like, omen or, like, creepy thing that finds out where you live. Because, like, what if, to them, you're the doppelganger? And essentially, like, you would be. And the reason they're standing there is like, why is this bitch in my house right yeah. now? <laughs> Unless it's, like, two alternate realities that just hit together. That, I mean, that could be it, too. Oh, we could go down this rabbit hole. Okay. So, this person also has two stories. They're both very short. Um, the first one was my husband. I turned into the hallway and saw him there walking away from me towards the bedroom at the opposite end. I called to him, but he didn't respond. As soon as he entered the bedroom, he turned to the left. There's just a wall there, not any windows. And I followed him into the bedroom, but there was no one there. My husband had been upstairs the entire time. So that one's like an apparition. But her husband's alive. Yeah, like how do they disappear? Like these I are don't... mystical creatures. I'm just... 
I don't know, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Talking shit. <laughs> Fucking yeeted my microphone off the table. Uh, the second time was my dad. He was unloading some of the things from his truck, and he was going to bring them to the back door, which opens into the kitchen. I was in the kitchen and heard a noise at the door. Through the window in the door, I saw my dad bending over as though he was bending down to untie his shoes. I ran to the door and opened it, but there was no one there. My dad was still at his truck. Both times it's been a family member. Both times I haven't seen their faces. Neither event felt quote-unquote wrong in any way or sinister. The movements that the figures made were exactly the movements my dad or husband would have made. So they can mimic what that person's doing. That's so weird. It's uh, no, it's, it's tripping me up. Fucking me up. It's I'm not gonna sleep tonight. Nope. No. John crawls out of the bed backwards. <laughs> if anyone in my vicinity crawls anywhere backwards, they're getting yeeted. They're getting these hands. They're gonna. You don't listen. Try Jesus. Don't try me. <laughs> yep. Okay. Today is not the day. Mm-mm. It's never the day. Actually, I'm mentally unstable. Retweet for a hundred. <gasps> All right. Another story. Um, when I was in middle school, I was at a friend's apartment. She lived in with her mom. Her mom was cool and let us party there. And she was always at work for long or late hours. She a nurse? I'm a fun mom. <laughs> Not a regular mom. Do you guys I'm need a cool a condoms mom. and snacks? <laughs> Do you guys need any drugs? Just let me know. If you don't catch that reference of Mean Girls, get out. Yeah. You can't sit with us. You can't sit. You cannot sit with you us. You cannot listen to this podcast. <laughs> On Wednesdays, we don't wash our hair is actually what it is. There was a group of us there, maybe six people or so. Everyone was in the living room except for this couple who were in their mom's bedroom with the door closed and lights off. I wonder what they're doing. You need a condom? <laughs> you need a condom? This is Mean Girls. <laughs> Can't trick me, Regina George. <laughs> I know you. We had all gotten pretty baked, as you do. Yeah. I had just made myself a snack because of the munchies and was walking to my friend's bedroom, which was right past the mom's room where the couple was. As I walked past the mom's bedroom, out of the corner of my eye, I saw the door opening from the inside and a partial face that looked identical to my friend's mom, who was not at home. Did I say partial? Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it sounded weird. I thought it. <sighs> I didn't think anything of it since there were so many people in the small apartment and kept walking and sat in my friend's room. A minute later, Hold the girl. On. You hear the train. Oh my god, you can hear the stupid train. You wait. No, you're good. <gasps> it just sounds weird. It sounds creepy. It's vibrating in my ears. I hate it. Um, a minute later, the girl, <laughs> the girl up had screwed around in that bedroom, came out and, <laughs> and yelled Damn. at me. I know she's not like her. And yelled at me and asked why I'd kick the door open. I told her I saw someone come out of there, and she was adamant that I'd walk by and kick the door open. Yeah, because I care so much about what you're doing. This is why you don't drink and smoke with a bunch of freaking teenagers. Because you're going to mess shit up. They're just idiots. Yep. Uh, the more I thought about it, the weirder it was. I thought she was messing with me at first. But the person who I saw didn't look like anyone that was there at the time. It looked so much like my friend's mom. If it were her, it would have meant she had somehow snuck back back in the apartment. Mm. If it were her, it would have meant that she had somehow snuck back into the apartment after being gone for hours, hidden in her room in the dark forever while the couple was messing around in her bed, and she would have to discreetly have left the bedroom, past the living room full of people, to get the front door. So if she did do that, she's Which a, she didn't. She didn't. 
She's like, she's a creepy mom. And she's just Also, like, if I was high and that happened to me, I'm done. done though. Take done. me to the hospital and give me fluids right now. Or to a psychiatrist. Yeah. To talk about reincarnation, because that's the only thing that's gonna calm me down. <laughs> Tell me a sweet story, psychiatrist. A three year old got murdered in a past life. Color me interested. Color fit sign me up. I know that. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. This is how they started. This is just a little story. Just a little one. This is a little one. Un poquito. Un poquito. <laughs> this is just a little story that's probably not worth telling. It T- is. Tell me anyway. You ended up on a podcast. Here we are. How do you feel? Hello, Reddit user. <laughs> <laughs> but a couple of friends got a kick out of it. I let my dog out at midnight one night and left the door ajar for him to come back in. Then went went about, about making some soup. Oh, soup drunk. That's what we John got soup wasted. He's passed out on the couch. <laughs> um, after a couple of minutes, I heard his distinctive two long toenails turning back onto the wood flooring. Two? Too long. Like Oh, they're too long. Too long. Like, you cut all but two of them? <laughs> These are my two favorite. We'll see how long they get. <laughs> <laughs> they are too long. Uh, look up at the door and return to my meal. Then I hear my dog barking from the outside. Any dog owner knows that there's no mistaking those toenails. So I was a little shocked there. He was somehow back outside. What had come in? It didn't really. It didn't really spook me. That's false. Should have spooked you. Oh yeah, I actually have a fun little story. So when I um, at the house I grew up in, there was always a bunch of weird stuff that happened there. But one of the things that always fucked me up, and the reason I couldn't, like, I never wanted to go to bed, was because my dog's nails were long, and the upstairs, like. The hallway was in an L shape, and I was at the bottom of the L. It's like it was like long, and then it turned, and my bedroom was down there. Mm-hmm. I would constantly hear nails clicking, and I'm like, "Oh, here comes Adela around the corner," and she never showed up. It's a hellhound. <laughs> so like, and like that she said, you can you never mistake that clicking sound. So I knew it was like, my dog. Like I can tell which one of my dogs it is by the way they breathe. Yes, it's like <laughs> your family members. You can tell by yeah. their footsteps. It's the yeah. same thing. So like. I always thought she was coming around the corner and she never did. So that's why I always hated going to bed first. I mean, the youngest of five. But, yeah. Just a fun little story about me. Mm. It's hated creepy. It, it is I creepy. like it. Hated it. Well, I heard it. Vividly remember the, like, nightmares it would give mm-hmm. me. Well, I'm also ready to do an episode on Hellhounds. I think that's the next thing I want to cover. Is it in the Da Vinci Code? If it's not, you got to write it down and check it off. <laughs> okay. No, no, just so we don't cover the same thing. <laughs> I know, you're right. I think Hellhounds... Yeah, Hellhounds is in there. It's one of the first things I found. I was trying to find the difference between skinwalkers and... Oh, are you done with stories? Yeah, that's all my oh, stories. Nice. So we're looking at the difference between skinwalkers... Yeah. And doppelgangers. I mean, it says a skinwalker is a person with the supernatural ability to turn into any creature they desire. Mm-hmm. I would not turn into myself if I could turn into anything. I'm going to turn into Jennifer Aniston. If I get to pick some. Okay, so I'm finding stuff on Shapeshifter versus Skinwalker, Wendigo versus Skinwalker, but I thought those were all the same thing. I did too. The Wendigo is a Shapeshifter or a Skinwalker. No? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe whenever you do Skinwalkers, we'll learn more about it. You can do a dad joke, though? Yeah, I have one on my phone. Where is it? I'm so proud of you. I know. I actually remembered. I actually, because I'm really cool, um, downloaded a dad of the day joke app on my phone oh my god yeah i'm really cool hit me with it all right so it's kind of a spooky dead joke because that was loud 
because that's what we do. No, you're fine. It's fine. Okay. Do you think glass coffins will be a success? I don't know. Remains to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. Oh, yeah. And if you're new here, because we just figured out how to um, upload to Apple Podcasts, yeah. we do. Da, uh, da, da. Yeah, we got accepted, which did not think it was happening. Bridget. I surprised on. her with it. I was like, she hey, did. like BT tubs, like right before she went to bed, which usually like the last thing you think of when you go to bed, <laughs> you have a dream about. So I was like, hey, um, I texted her. I was like, got some exciting news. I submitted our podcast, Apple Podcasts, because you have to like have one form, like one thing of content to submit i don't know what the reviewing process is i think they <laughs> fucked it up a little bit i'm not gonna don't lie don't tell them that um but i was like but we got accept an apple podcast we can post um audio format on there now so I was like we have to go get microphones and she woke up the next day she goes i thought it was a dream i did i really did <clears throat> i had a point to my story then i completely forgot what it was oh if you're new here oh uh, there, we go. there you go we do a phobia well not week bridget does a phobia of the week mm-hmm. And then I do a dad joke at the end because normally Bridget's stories are, if we stick to our original plan, which we're not going to, um, which is fine. But she does ghost stories and I normally do murder stories because that's more of our forte. But I kind of wanted to end on a quote unquote happy note. Yeah. Instead of talking about death and weird doppelgangers that are in your house. Death and decay. Yeah. So we try to end on a dad joke. We do phobia of the week because I think they're super interesting and they're weird. I Mm -hmm. didn't know people could. I guess you're scared, scared of, of hot dogs. I mean, I'm scared of clowns, so like, and the dark. Those are common, though. That's normal. It's not. Nothing's normal. I do weird. Usually, I try to find unheard of phobias. Phobias, like, what I do is I type in phobia of, and then the first thing that pops into my head, sponges. I want to see what that is. We'll wait for next week. Offer. Yeah. Yeah. Phobia sponges coming I'll next week. <laughs> wait for it. Do not Google it. <laughs> I will be upset <laughs> if you spoil it for me. That's right. Um, so, and also, usually with our videos, we end with a classic, like, clap formation that we've learned. Oh, but yeah. we'll just get that audio for you. We're going to get the audio for you because guess what? My camera died because I didn't charge it because we weren't prepared like we are. So, this one's huge. going on Apple Podcasts. And you're going to hear it. You can see it on our other YouTube videos. Yes. So, if you want to know what clapping we're doing, you have to go watch our entire video because we only do it at the end of the video. And you can't skip ahead because it's illegal and you'll be arrested. <laughs> The FBI will be there. Uh, we'll roll to your <laughs> house. Ready? Ready? Here we go. That sounded good. Yeah, yeah. We've gotten so good at that. We have. Um, so yeah, check us out on YouTube, Supernatural with the Unnatural. We also have a TikTok. Uh, we do have a TikTok. Follow us on there. That We do post on it, and I've gotten quite a few views, but not a lot of followers, which is okay. But we follow us, please. <laughs> we post little fun videos on there. Um, Instagram, we're kind of popping right now. We have fifty-five followers on Instagram. That's fifty-five more than we had three weeks ago. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so follow us on Instagram. Um, we have a business email, and don't know what we're going to use it for. Hopefully, one day we'll get some ad offers. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get some wonderful viewers, and yeah. we'll get a Patreon set up, and or you can ask us how we set up our audio, and we'll tell you. Where we started, because it was from rock bottom. It was on a floor. In we Bridget's- had $4 last week. <laughs> Yesterday, actually. It started with $4 at a dream. Yep. And, Here yeah. We we're 
we're making leeway. We've grown up in the past two months. We have. We were a fetus and now we're a bigger fetus. Grapefruit size. <laughs> we are banana shaped. Yep. <laughs> banana shaped spleen. Yes. Uh, yeah. So have a good night. Day. day. I don't know when you're listening to life. this. Life. Whatever. Well, yeah, have a good life, but you have to come back. So I'm not going to end it on that because it feels like I'm never going to talk to you again. Doesn't mean goodbye. It means see you later. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was cute. I know. I'm so cute. <laughs> so cute. Bob. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for if you listening. made it this far. Yeah. We'll uh, talk to you. Catch you later, alligator. And don't worry. It's always going to get better than what you listen to now. Yeah. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye.